Welcome to Studio Hockey. Overpromising and underdelivering. It seems to be the mantra for FIH President Batra in all of his endeavors. Overpromising and underdelivering. We've seen it with the Hill eh, or the Hockey India League, which was a great event to the credit of Mr. Batra, but it did not last and has been cancelled after merely five seasons. We've seen it with this FIH Pro League, where he promised helping athletes live and make money as full-time professionals. However, we've seen most international players having to double their time invested without any rise of income so far. And it's the same for FIH.Live, so it seems. The platform and app were announced during the FIH Congress in November 2018 and launched in January of 2019. As you can read in my coloring at bhockey.com following the announcement of the FIH Live, uh, entitled The Proof of the Pudding is in Eating, I was enthusiastic, so, though somewhat sceptical, from the start. Today we are six months down the road and we have not seen any added value for the new platform yet. So I guess I was right in being sceptical, but maybe that's just me. What FIH.Live was meant to be. Listen to the explanation and presentation by Andy Oram, Director of Broadcasting at the time for the FIH, during the FIH Congress in November 2018. You can also see the video on uh, the bhockey.com website, in case that's more convenient for you. Here comes Andy Oram. As somebody that has uh, learned my trade in traditional television uh, over the years and to join the International Federation, a focus is applied to who is our broadcaster, what is our broadcaster, are they digital, are they linear, are they free, are they pay? But in the background, there has been a revolution to the manner in which content is consumed. So I'd like to talk to you about FIH Live. There's a few numbers, 700. What does 700 mean? The state of the game audit that was recently conducted has showed us that in this room, we communicate hockey across around 700 different platforms. We use Facebook, we use Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. The list just goes on and on. But at the moment, we communicate across 700 platforms. Another number, 1,260, the same audit showed that away from International Hockey Federation, 1,260 matches are streamed by you. That's you in isolation. That's not you centrally. You stream to your audience across 700 platforms. Another number, 174. Back in Dubai, we all discussed a brand new portfolio, a revolution to the portfolio. When we put everything together, in June alone in 2019, there are 174 international matches. That's 174 international matches in one month. Broadcasters can't cope with that. Nobody really can cope with that. So we have to think outside the box. We have to revolutionize our thinking and become more digital so that we can activate those fans. Another number, 11. Households have 11 different platforms in their house of how you can consume content. The days gone by of the one box set where the family would sit in the lounge over lunch, over breakfast, over dinner, and watch the same thing together has gone. 
Kids will sit in their bedroom watching one thing, mum in another room, dad in another room. Sometimes we're watching and using two platforms at the same time, sometimes three. We're not content, we're spoiled for choice. What does this actually mean to us? Well, this year we changed our thinking. When I first joined FIH in 2015, the notion that we could capture international hockey with a single camera was laughed at. Well, earlier on throughout this year, we've just achieved a new audience of 489,000 people who have seen hockey for the first time. But more importantly, we've given visibility to our athletes who have never had that visibility before. As was mentioned right at the start of today, new countries, Latvia, Wales, Scotland, Belarus, Russia, Poland, Ukraine. We've given them the opportunity to expose themselves because our athletes are why we're here. So we take that learning and we then look towards our other, our flagship events of what's gone on throughout the year. Our numbers there in 2017, because we hadn't quite adapted our mindset as to how relevant the digital place was to us, our numbers were around 4 million. But we've had to change. Our broadcasters have forced us to change. You have forced us to change to provide additional visibility to when your matches are live. 2018, our broadcasters, the volume of broadcasters we have, has trebled. For the Women's World Cup, it is the biggest distribution for an international women's hockey event ever. It's actually the biggest distribution for any international hockey event ever. Yet by applying a digital strategy, we're able to double our numbers. Nearly nine million people were able to access our events. Then we take the Hero Asian Champions Trophy in Oman recently. We streamed the event live on YouTube. 759,000 viewers. What isn't on there is the fact that 96,000 people watched 30 minutes of a freeze frame due to the monsoon that had hit Moscat and there was no feed available. That would have never ever happened a year ago. So the digital presence and the digital demand of our fans and our players and our viewers and you leads ourselves to achieving numbers, record-breaking numbers every single time. Two years ago in Dubai, I never dreamt I'd show you a slide with a platform called Unilad. Unilad is an exclusive football social media site. But at the Women's World Cup, we saw some magic. I probably don't necessarily agree with the language they used, but 823,000 people who have never seen hockey on a football social media site watched women's hockey probably at its finest. Our broadcasters, we now ask more of our broadcasters, don't just show hockey, engage in hockey, mark hockey. We need your assistance to promote. You can see the stats for yourself. BT Sport, 167,000 people saw... Excuse me, one clip. RTE, the Irish dream, the fairy tale story that came. 139,000 people saw one clip. These numbers two years ago never existed for us as a sport. So let's get back to FH Live. A few more stats first. We are FH. We have five continental federations. We have 136 37 
member associations. How many clubs are there in old hockey? I don't think we know. I don't think anybody in this room can actually tell us how many clubs there are in world hockey. Our state of the game audit has indicated there could be 30 million players, but we don't know. We could have 100 million players. We could have 100 million people participating in hockey. We could have 1 billion fans, but we just don't know. I go back to earlier on, 700 different platforms how do we add all that together? How do we put any metrics to that to go to our commercial partners to actually show there's value in our game? Brings me right to the point of FIH Live. What is the objective of FIH Live? The objective is to centralize how we communicate out to our fans, how we communicate on behalf of our players, and how we consolidate and communicate on your behalf. How about we turn everything on its head and put our athletes first. Our athletes sacrifice so much in pursuit of a medal. Not, many, not much else. So let's put them first. Let's make them the superstars of who we stand for. And we feed all of that through a centralized platform that allows us all to communicate externally. So what is unique, therefore, about the FIA's model? On Wednesday night, I believe it was Wednesday night, we had a function. And I was sat at the very back. And there was performers going, the most incredible spectacle. But I couldn't see them, because the majority of you were holding your mobile phones up. You're filming, you're taking pictures. You're filming, you're taking pictures, you're tweeting, you're sending it to your friends, you're keeping it for a little bit of, a, little bit of archive. But that's how we now think. The habit during the presentations today, more and more mobile phones are up. You're taking pictures, you're recording, you're communicating. So how about with this, we start filming hockey. We start filming hockey on the streets. We start filming hockey at schools. We film hockey at clubs, universities. Let's not bind them with a crazy camera plan, a million dollar production plan. 26 cameras captured the Women's World Cup but we need to introduce the sport earlier. So with this platform, there is no production guidelines. You film, you capture, you place it online. Video content, therefore, from anywhere in the world. We have some incredible domestic leagues. We have the Dutch League, the German League, the Belgium League. The Belgium League hosts some of the most prominent international players, but we don't get to see it. So by working with Telenet and with the local broadcasters and with the Belgium Hockey Federation, maybe, just maybe, we can give international visibility to that product. Then maybe international broadcasters will see that product and see the relevance to phoning up Serge and his team and acquiring that content for international distribution. But more importantly, our data. The State of the Game Audit has shown us the volume of data we have as a, as a group, but the the data from the matches is just incredible. And we don't make the best of that. We use TMS. FIH uses a tournament management system. The five continental federations use a tournament management system. You as member associations use a tournament management system. But we never consolidate that data. So FIH Live will give you the opportunity 
to centralise a tournament management system that will come at no cost to you. We'll be integrating TMS through into the system throughout the remainder of this year and into next year, but that provision will be given to you for free. What do we do with the data, the video, the interactions? We build a community, family. Hockey family is spoken on so many occasions, but are we truly a community? How do we leverage that? The community of our coaches, our players, our fans, our families. FH Live will give you the ability to communicate and output right across. What I will take from that, what you will take from that, is the actual scale of the community. What is our community? What do they like? Do they like 26 camera productions or do they like single camera productions? Do they like data? Do they like hockey on mud? Hockey indoors, hockey outdoors. There is a lot of you in this room. We need to establish how, just how wide and vast our community is. To the technical part, a pretty picture of what the studio looks like. It's very simple. The capability nowadays to take a picture through your phone and stream it live to a, a platform that allows you to interact with data, to populate, to distribute. Again, this is available to you all of next year. What's in it for you? It's a very easy line. What's in it for everybody, really? When it comes to the association and clubs, an app, Android, Apple, it's something you download. You go onto PlaySmart, you go across the board, you download the app, it's on your phone, it's on your laptop, and we're going to guarantee within five minutes you'll be able to watch live. We joked yesterday when talking about this, or I joked yesterday, the notion that artificial intelligence would have the prominence that it does now was a pipe dream years ago. But it exists. Artificial intelligence can change how we perceive our sport and how we learn from our sport. This is real. This isn't a made-up video. This is how AI looks at us, how it looks at the game, the data it tells us. This will become standard practice for everybody that utilizes this platform. But I stress this isn't the live, the new content. Talking with Bob Clack from Oceana, he talks of the volumes of archive he has in his, apparently his wife's not very happy because it takes up the garage. But let's upload our archive. Let's adapt AI to our archive. Let's look back at how the game was played. How different is it from the game that's played today? Let's learn from that artificial intelligence. Another number, 19. At the Vitality Women's World Cup, 19 individuals did the exact same thing. 19 individuals watched the same match and captured the same data on pretty much the same software every single match of the Women's World Cup. And they'll do the same at every single match of the Men's World Cup. So when we look at our portfolio next year, are we going to have 16 video analysis on January the 19th in Valencia, capturing the data of Spain versus Belgium? We're not. So this platform will be the future for how we conduct our video analysis. How do we afford information to the coaches? When we go forward, the match, go well, the match starting on January the 19th will be the wrong time zone for the teams in Australia, New Zealand, and Argentina. 
So this system will take in that tactical camera feed. The artificial intelligence will allow, and you can see on the screen on the right, an example, metadata tagging. Everybody that uses it can tailor that metadata to exactly what they want. So imagine the coach and the team video analysis, the high performance director, predefine what they want to see from the match that's taken place overseas. And when they wake up in the morning, the system will have sent them a tweet or a video clip or a text or an email. And it sits there, exactly what they want. The days of traveling all over the world, capturing, we can now move into this. The same applies for the Hockey Series Open. We talk about the 489,000 people that watch the Hockey Series Open for the first time. All of that data can be managed in the same way and distributed to every single nation. We learn from everybody. The higher the standard we play, the better we become. The higher standard the coaches see of other coaches, they become. Umpires, the higher standard of umpiring that they see, they become. Mike and John will talk later on, again following the state of the game audit, as to how we centralize portals that afford the opportunity for people to learn. It's not always about the fans, it's about us and how we evolve. My apologies. With a massive content then on this platform, we look at our users. You'll see again the visual, there's a few countries representation there. If you're in Australia and you're logging into this system, it's probably not best that there's something not relevant to the Australian market. If we're really going to drive this product through to activate across the players and the fans and the general sports fans and the families, let's see that we tailor the technology to allow that everything on that opening page is relevant. The Australian Hockey League will be relevant and be prominent on the home page. Australia's participation in the Pro League will be relevant and prominent. The days of geo-blocking, we read blogs, we read criticisms, we read social media about the value and the notion of geo-blocking is gone. We're still reliant on media partners and commercial partners coming in to fund how we work. We still need them. But now when we sign our agreements, we take back rights. If they're not going to show content and they're going to sit on content, then actually FIH Live will be the place to watch it. But we need to build our community from the bottom up. The schools in Western Australia, the clubs in Western Australia will be streaming, I hope, and I really hope they'll be streaming their matches, their club matches on this platform. Again, we understand the volume of people that play in that market. Excuse me. Thank you. Sharing, sharing moments. You've just heard me talking there about reserving our rights in our media rights agreements. It's fantastic that BT Sport can have 167,000 followers or views, that Unilad have 853,000. But we need that as well. You as national associations need to get that traction from your members, your fans, your subscribers. But our athletes need that as well. We need to produce heroes. I really want some villains as well. But we need heroes. Let's allow our athletes to communicate their performance platforms. During the Women's World Cup, the majority, I think 80% of the athletes signed up and we would send them a clip, their clip of their performance. Let them run with it. They're our brands. They're our ambassadors. Without them, we have nothing. 
So this platform again, we will predefine that allows every moment an athlete performs, succeeds, sometimes when they mess up, the platform we communicate to them. And let's use that to find our audience. And lastly, getting to the end really, the social media component of it. As an international governing body, should we be having 5,000 clips a day? Should we be communicating irrelevant content? We have so much going on as a sport, we need to define and pro provide clarity to what we communicate. Therefore, FIH Live will become the main platform for how we socially communicate to our audience. FIH will become a client of FIH Live. You will become a client of FIH Live. Our athletes will become clients of FIH Live, and our commercial partners will become clients of FIH Live. This isn't a dream. This isn't something in theory. We're live today on our platform. So we're streaming through the platform. The hardware, we're testing it. We're being robust. We have an incredible partner called MyCujo. They're working with us, but we launch officially on January the 10th. Bob is sending me his whole archive. We'll be uploading our archive. In London, in the last four years, we've been uploading 14 years of our International Federation archive. We have 26,000 hours of broadcast quality archive, but we don't have a platform to put it on. So all of that will be digitized and made available pre-launch. And when we do launch at 1300 GMT on January the 10th, the very first match will be the very first match. We go back to the 70s. Many of us probably won't have ever seen those matches. Some of you may have played in it. My apologies, I don't know. But let's go back in the days of where hockey started from on television, where it first had its commercial partners, and let's release through. And on January the 19th, when Spain hosts Belgium for the first time, it will be available worldwide on this platform. So that's FIH Live. Some key things to leave with you. It is available to all of you for free. There is no cost. You are not obliged to do it. I'm not dictating to you that this is what you should be doing. It is yours should you choose to use it. You can put any hockey content on this platform. You can capture and use the tournament management system within FH Live. It is at your disposal. You use it at your discretion. But on January the 10th, we launch, and this is a huge revolution to our thinking of how we approach TV, broadcast, digital, and I hope for you as well. Thank you very much. So you've heard about all the beautiful ambitions and goals from Andy Oram about FIH.life. Uh, let, let's go through them one at a time. Our athletes is why we're here. The very first goal stated for the new FIH.Live platform was athletes first, creating superstars, allowing our top players to be the ambassadors for our sport. Have you seen anything towards this in FIH.Live? I haven't, but maybe that's just me. Consolidate data. Another important goal for the new tool was to help consolidate data about viewers and games and all data that matters to either those in sports or those in marketing. 
Difficult to judge if this promise has been met or is being met from the outside. I doubt it, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Building the community. FIH claims the new app would help build our community from the bottom up, helping to connect players, coaches, friends and fans. Again, it could have been they're collecting useful data on hockey families through FIH.live already, but have we seen any value from it to help build our community as fans, friends, coaches and players? I haven't, but maybe that's just me. Broadcasting app. The FIH promised us an easy-to-use app for all of our smartphones, so within 5 minutes of from downloading the app, we would be streaming our local club games on the platform, sharing our hockey with the world. The app, however, is nowhere to be found, even 6 months after the launch. Well, I couldn't find it, but maybe that's just me. Automatic video analysis and AI capabilities. FIH boasted AI, artificial intelligence, and automated video tagging in their presentation. Let's say we believe the artificial intelligence options shown were just there to be able to use this buzzword, in order to come off as forward-thinking, and we should not naively conclude from this that it would also always be ready to use already. However, the automated video analysis was presented as a tool ready to use as of the launch. Have you found it? I haven't. But maybe that's just me. Archives. FIH boasted to have 26,000 hours of video archive from games of the past. These were to be uploaded before launch for the enjoyment of us all and also for AI-guided comparisons between, for example, games in the 70s and modern-day hockey. Have you seen it? I haven't. But maybe that's just me. Social media. The app and platform would help us to promote the game on all social media. First for the athletes. FIH claims they would send clips from memorable moments during the games automatically to the involved athletes to share this content on their social media and make some noise for the betterment of our sport. Secondly for the fans. Fan engagement would be triggered with live chat options during live games and all kinds of possibilities to share what you thought was worth sharing through your channels. Have you been able to do it? I haven't, but maybe that's just me. Custom user interfaces. Fans living in, for example, Australia, would not be bothered by irrelevant content from elsewhere around the world and would have all Australian hockey front and center in their user interface. Local games and competitions and their own national team efforts from all over the world. Did you get this tailored, personalized and relevant screen? I haven't, but maybe that's just me. Geoblocking and the broadcasting partners. Obviously, the FIH is still reliant on income from their media partners, broadcasters mainly. That means geoblocking certain content is inevitable. I get that. That makes sense even if, even if I don't like it, nor think it should be necessary. However, if FIS could not manage better deals with broadcasters, the game will still suffer from an outdated model. Today, there are still countries who are geo-blocked, even when games are not shown live by local broadcasters. Because for example, some of these old-fashioned broadcasters claim showing a game within 24 hours of it being played is considered live. 
Do you think this makes sense? I don't. But maybe that's just me. What has FIH.life really been so far? So what have we seen from FIH.life since its launch in January of 2019? Frankly, an outdated platform on the www with some categories of the most recent big events where we can watch games in poor quality. At best you get a 720 quality instead of regular high definition which would be 1080. But for many among us, the streaming quality often is stuck on 240, which is like being in the early days of video on the internet. Has it been an improvement on what the regular YouTube channel provides us with? No, it seems of lesser quality so far. None of the announced extras and interactive gimmicks are live yet. So far, FIH.Live has been a big disappointment for us fans from around the world. FIH.Live looks like yet another case of over-promising and under-delivering, typical for the Batra administration so far. We can only hope FRH manages to turn around this ASAP. If not, I fear it's been money down the drain and only my Kujo, that's the company behind this platform, got a little bit better of it all. Their platform is capable of it. I do not doubt it. Today, second division Danish local football clubs are already better served compared to our global community of hockey with interactive timelines, highlights, stats and shareable content. Maybe I'm impatient. In that case, sorry. I'm getting frustrated by all of this overpromising and underdelivering. But maybe that's just me. Thanks for tuning in to Studio Hockey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And as always, enjoy your hockey. Bye bye.